Hey everyone, before we get started with this episode, I just wanted to uh, share the information if you haven't heard about the passing of comic book legend creator George Perez. Just this past Friday on May 6, 2022, this legend uh, left this world and left behind probably one of the greatest collection of stories and heroes that anyone could have possibly left behind. Uh, we are very big fans of George Perez on the show, and we just wanted to share our gratitude for him and his career and for all of the superheroes he had a part in creating, which are many of our favorites. But more importantly, just to highlight how nice of a person he was. I don't think I've ever heard a single story about someone that had a bad interaction with this creator. Mr. Perez always seemed to be this beacon of life and hope and joy, and it has been incredible to see the outpouring of love that he's been able to take in over these last few months after they announced that uh, he would be uh, coming to an end with his battle with pancreatic cancer. Now, I do want to say that in the report, that he did pass away with his family by his side, with his wife, and that he passed peacefully. So, Mr. Perez, thank you so much for everything you've done for us in this community, and thanks for helping us believe in heroes. Welcome to Comic Book Keepers, where we talk about comic book characters, their history, and their impact on our lives. I'm Lance. I'm Chris. And today, we're welcoming back Jeremy from the Geekly Grind. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, I'm back again. I, I was literally on my way out the door, and they grabbed me and pulled me back. Well, it's because we're going to talk about our brief review for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh my gosh. I just saw that movie. I also just saw that movie. Yeah, we were we were all sitting next to each other, you guys. Oh, oh, you guys were in the Oh, that's right. We were literally <laughs> in the same room. Uh, Jeremy, I was sitting next to you and Lance, I was sitting next to you. Uh Yeah, I'm sure you're right. Yeah, yeah, I just was I was I, so I was invested right in the film. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been one of my variants. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, uh this is going to be a very spoiler-filled review of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So if you have not seen the movie, please go out and see it and you can listen to this and we can geek out or get angry together uh, as as you know you see fit. If you get angry about this movie, I, I, I'm going to have some quarrels with you because this movie was awesome. Yes. Yes, it was. It was so, so good. Okay. So as of right now, the audience review score on Rotten Tomatoes, I think is 87%. Um, Versus a critic score of 75%. Um, so that's kind of interesting to see uh, the audience yeah, score there. Yeah. Um, but uh, to kind of kick things off to Lance's point, uh, as the um, native Doctor Strange uh, obsessed fan in the room. You, you can say addict, Jeremy. <laughs> Just say addict. I, okay, I'm an addict. Uh, I know. I know Chris looks more. Uh, like Doctor Strange than I do, but I have 
I have books, so I think that helps. You have a lot more books, and I, I think from a comic standpoint, you know, I'm interested to hear your take on how did it do in terms of like, is this a Doctor Strange movie? Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, I think uh, I could make the argument that Raimi understands Doctor Strange as a character better than almost any director has so far in the MCU. Um, if you are familiar with early Doctor Strange, if you're familiar with Strange Tales. Even if you're familiar with some of the more modern stuff, when, you know, some of the more popular modern runs, like, you know, uh, we were just, uh, I think we recently spoke to Aaron and Bacalo's run. Doctor Strange gets into some weird stuff, like yeah. really weird stuff. Like, and I think Raimi just really leaned into it. And, you know, the, a lot of people are kind of, uh, giving the movie grief because it, it was almost too reminiscent of like evil dead or like, like Raimi, like took over Dr. Strange, like in a bad way. But I will tell you this, the Venn diagram of Sam Raimi films and storylines from strange tales is a circle. My friends, like it's the <laughs> same thing. Okay. So that's why Raimi works so well for this movie. Um, uh, that's what I'll lead with is this is a hundred percent of Dr. Strange film probably more faithfully adapted than many of the hero films we've seen so far. I think, I think for those people that are Sam Raimi fans, uh, they're going to be pleasantly surprised because it's yes. after a almost 10 year hiatus of him not directing much. Uh, this is a really strong, just fun Sam Raimi film. Let's get that out of the way first. Um, I mean, I'm, I've been a fan since army of darkness and, and seeing some of his other stuff, not even just the comic book stuff, uh, drag me to hell and Spider-Man and Spider-Man one and two. And, and, uh, some of the other ones like he did, uh, have been really, he did, I think one called a simple plan, which is very like serious drama, but it was like really fun. So, yeah. um, so it's, it, it was kind of, it was really interesting to see this horror influence take on, on the Marvel character. And it was, and having just talked about Dr. Strange, the comics, with with you two it was really fun to be like okay like let's see how it, how it leans in and there were so many things that we talked about in our mm -hmm. comic review that they they mentioned the sister and they they mentioned uh you know the dark dimension and they and we saw clea you know like you know, at the very end it's just it's like yes 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 <laughs> so yeah. it's, it was really fun just to see all these things and we saw we saw Nicodemus West and we saw yeah. <laughs> we saw, you know, Palmer, obviously, and we saw all right. that stuff. It was just it was great Palmer. to see. Uh, so so one of one of my biggest things taken away from this movie is they, uh, you know, they, they kind of in in some ways concluded Wanda Maximoff's uh, slash the Scarlet Witch storyline. They, they she just had this big story with with WandaVision and her creation of her children through magic, arguably. And and then they got taken away and it sort of, um, you know, influences her basically getting hold of the Darkhold, which is a evil, corrupting, uh, magical chaos force. And it corrupts her to the point where she's willing to sacrifice people and, you know, murder a bunch of people because she's just you know, arguably corrupted in this sort of evil mindset. But it, there's also a really towards the end when she confronts herself trying to, you know, um, America Gomez takes her into this uh, alternate America Chavez version of West America Chavez. Uh, what did I say? America Chavez. America Gomez. So you had the actress's last name in your head, I think. Oh, sorry. 
Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you sorry. Know. Yeah, Sophie did, Chavez. Sophie Chavez. Yeah. <laughs> so she, uh, so America Chavez, when America Chavez takes Scarlet Witch into this alternate um, multiverse where her sons are and her sons are freaking out and Scarlet Witch is like, you know, tell them to shut up and everything. And it's, there was this moment of like, this is kind of commenting on like domestic abuse and, but it's like this weird, like, uh, you know, version of yourself. Like you don't mean any harm. And she's even like, I'm not hurting you. And, 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 but she's hurting herself. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, like, it's just, it's uh, it was, it was, it was deep, you know, it got really, got really deep towards the end uh, this, this, that, that, that kind of thing. I, I don't know if that's uh, yeah. triggering for people, but it's just, it was like, okay, this is kind of very real in, in, uh, in a crazy way. But um, that's, that's one thing I liked that they tied it into this sort of version of, I'm willing to do anything to not just save my kids, but get my kids back. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people that are fans of Wanda just really wanted her to unleash the beast. And arguably she does that. And she's super powerful in this movie. Yeah. Elizabeth Olsen crushes this role. She was stunning in WandaVision because if you watch back to every single decade that she's acting like, her mannerisms are eerily similar to the mannerisms of the actors that played those characters on those original shows. And in this movie, she is a hundred percent committed to the kind of going to the extremes to reclaim her children. And she just goes full mama bear, murderous mama bear in this movie. And she is terrifying in some of these scenes. Oh yeah. She swings for the fences and hits it out of the park. Yeah. It, it, it was really, really impressive to see uh, Olsen's performance for sure. Um, And, you know, it's a bit, the performance was great. The characterization and what Wanda does in the film is polarizing. It's probably one of the most polarizing elements of the movie. Um, You'll, you'll likely hear from a lot of folks who maybe aren't as big of fans of the film that they don't like what they did. Um, some people are calling it a character assassination, you know, uh, so people are, are really uh, unhappy with how Wanda's arc sort of in this way concluded. Now I would, you know, to, to, to argue the point, I would say um, one of the ways that this film sort of throws the doors open for the broader MCU is with the like real cementing of obviously the existence of the multiverse, the existence of alternative personalities and variants. Now the MCU can say, hey, this was a Wanda Maximoff that went off the deep end. Yeah, that, absolutely. That like. This this Wanda Maximoff got corrupted by the dark hold. She got way too obsessed with her kids like bad news bears. Right. But maybe this Wanda Maximoff from uh, I think it was eight, three, eight was the universe that they were in. Right. Maybe she becomes an ally. Right. Maybe she she's able to come and support and, you know, whatever. Right. Like now and 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 people are going to be like, oh, that's so lazy. And it's like, hello. Hello. Is this thing on? Welcome to comic books. Right. Like this is (laughs) this is exactly how comics 
work, like, right? Like, yeah. do you like Miles Morales? Because that's what happens. Like, we, we get yes. we get an alternate version of Spider Man, and he comes into the the main universe. And yeah, Wanda goes nuts several times in the main Marvel storyline, so it's not unheard of. Even in the last to... year, she's gone yeah. crazy again. She got killed yeah. by Magneto supposedly yeah. but then it turned out to be a whole other thing anyways so like yeah, yeah. if you're yeah, like oh I'll come back yeah it's it'll happen if you she's yeah if you're back. like oh you have to protect the scarlet witch because she's so you know perfect and uh, no man no the scarlet witch is a freaking mess like you're you're not you're not saving you know anyone but anyways she's um, she's died already in the mcu and come back so it's, yeah. it's not unheard of <laughs> yeah exactly but um and, I feel like there's a lot of people that think she is some hero at the end of WandaVision. She is not. <laughs> she no. she is not a good. And there's some people that are like, Wanda did nothing wrong. I'm like, she murdered a bunch of people. She definitely did a lot of things wrong. She like manipulated their minds and left. Yeah. And yeah, it it, it is a psychological study uh, of a masterclass. WandaVision is, a, I will argue anybody that says differently, but yeah, uh, no. But moving on from Wanda, I mean, some of the other breakout performances, I mean, that a lot of people have said amazing things. Uh, I loved seeing more of Wong. Uh, Benedict Wong uh, has some really fun moments. He's still Sorcerer Supreme, as was mentioned in No Way Home. And uh, that was kind of just fun to see like, hey, I'm, I'm holding my own. I'm like, I'm making a stand. You know, um, it, it, he's he's got some fun moments as well. Um, America Chavez amazing character it's was super cool to see her um yeah. and it's just one of those yeah. like okay here's another young hero and we've we've had you know we've had kate bishop we've had uh we've had <laughs> cough cough young kids. avengers cassie lang we've had you know we've had all these characters that are kind of popping up you know the, the tony's son or tony's daughter tony's daughter and um yeah it's just like oh what are they doing like what are they setting up yeah young avengers probably. Sochi sochi gomez does an incredible job She's great as She's america great. chavez and and america chavez is a character that i didn't know how was going to work in the mc mcu like visually just right. because in the comic it there she punches stars into other realities i didn't know how they could make uh-huh. that look like it fits not, in the not MCU. cheesy <laughs> and, and it looks cool like it looks uh-huh. really interesting the way they do yeah. it and this woman was 14 years old when she filmed this yeah and she's holding her own against rachel mcadams and benedict cumberbatch yeah yeah, yeah. And, and let's be honest i mean there have been movies where it has like a young actor that it's not great. Like they're annoying or they talk too much or they're like, you know, and and it's, and she's, she just instantly seamlessly fits in uh, with a lot of dramatic tension. Like people are trying to kidnap her and take her power and everything. And yeah, she's, she nails it. Like it's fantastic. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, So she did an amazing job. Uh, I think to your, both your points, like she, she characterizes the character very well. Like she's able to come off as like, like confident in her experiences, right. Of sort of traveling the multiverse sort of haphazardly, because obviously a big part of um, what makes her, you know, a dangerous quote unquote is that she can't control her powers. Right. Um, But even still, she's sort of 
grown used to floating between multiverses right and so she she has a sort of oliver oliver twist type feel to her uh <laughs> you know kind of like uh like the orphan who's just sort of like yeah. pickpocketing yeah. and sort of hopping between places and you know um but yeah i mean it it never comes off as like haughty or like annoying it's just very much like okay like this is the this is the lived experience of this kid and um you know you you want to you want to protect her uh while at the same time realizing that you know she's been through a lot uh and can take care of herself in a lot of ways so um just really really cool honestly great balance of drama and and snark and sass so now in our in our doctor strange episode we each kind of talked about potential spoilers and things that we thought would happen. Uh, I will be the first to say I was way off by saying there was not nightmare nightmare, never made an appearance. They sort of teased, they sort of teased <laughs> that and sort of, that was a red herring in the trailers. Cause they, they made a big like deal of saying nightmare. And I, I was like, know. there's, he's the villain. Like it's all, nope, nope. It was Wanda. Okay. never mind. <laughs> but um, so that yeah. was, that was off way off for me. Um, I was completely, um, I mean, like we saw from the trailers, Xavier, you know, Professor X, Captain Carter. Um, I, you know, but I when Reed Richards showed up, when uh, John Krasinski is Reed Richards, I was just like, you all saw me. I was like, what the, the, the you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a cartoon character inside of the movie. Yeah. Like, what the what? <laughs> like, yeah. I just was like freaking out. Um, yeah. it was it was awesome chris had his hands on his head for like five minutes after the reveal he was just like he didn't know how to move on with his life after that it was so good yeah and black bolt and uh from inhumans and uh and captain uh captain marvel maria rambo yeah. uh that was really cool to see um everybody thought it was going to be monica and it was like nope it was it was the original, you know, photon. It was original uh, Captain Marvel, Maria. So and then that was. I think that was just really. Yeah. And Mordo, yeah, and Mordo making up the uh, Illuminati. So I mean, it was like a different Illuminati from the comics, but it made sense mm-hmm. that it was like this interdimensional Illuminati. But you know, it was it was still really cool to see, and it plants a lot of little seeds of what what does that mean like are we gonna see the same actors or is it like we're gonna see different versions of them why did they play the x-men 97 theme song when professor x came in with the yellow hover chair it's like that oh. i, I love yeah. that part though but <laughs> oh, I, one, one thing i thought was going to happen is i thought this was going to be a multiverse version of the illuminati but it's not it's just the 838 universe it was just that world yeah so that means that Potentially now, Doctor Strange could go back and make his own version of the Illuminati in the 616, or we yeah. could see other Illuminatis from other worlds later on, because I don't think that I don't think that plot is gone. not going to see any from 838. No, <laughs> no we're not no. going to see any from 838. That again. was the most intense scene, yeah. I think. Well, like one of the most intense scenes was, um, you know, the Scarlet Witch kind of descending on the yeah. Baxter building and single-handedly killing all yeah. of the I Illuminati. Mean, <laughs> like, if there's if there's any argument of like who's the most powerful character, I mean she, Wanda's <sighs> is there, right? I mean Gosh. she could have taken she probably could have taken out Thanos if she was at full Darkhold power um by herself. But oh, it's yeah. it's uh wow. I mean like it was it's just crazy. Black Bolt's end was so brutal. Black Bolt's was brutal. And the thing is is 
the brutality in this film made me very surprised they were able to pull off a PG-13 rating because we literally mm. saw someone's head implode. We we saw multiple times where blood is dripping off of Captain Carter's shield, like mm-hmm. cut in half. There's so many unbelievable things that happen. Doctor Strange was, impaled, the evil yes. Doctor Strange impaled on a fence. Like it, it, it was, it's gruesome. And I, you know, I shared on, on, a Facebook group, you know, there's a comic group, book group and stuff. And I actually had a chance to see an early screening on Wednesday um, with Me Lance. Too. You might've seen on our Twitter. Yeah, that was fun. Um, <laughs> and so I shared how, you know, it's, it's definitely not for kids in the same way. It's a very different kind of MCU film. And so like, if, if you're used to it being sort of like a family outing with like your nine or your 10 year old or something like, don't y- do it, don't do it. Don't do it. Just like wait, wait wa- a couple of years. Wa- well, watch it first. Obviously, like we we're not going to tell you how to parent your kids, right? Like they're your kids. You do your thing, but watch it first. Do not assume that this is okay for them because we are <laughs> all very grown adults uh, that all were kind of like looking at each other, like holy cow, like wincing in the theater. Like there is some intense stuff in this movie <laughs> well we were also wincing because someone did bring their kid to our screening on friday night <laughs> oh, and i was like what the way whoa <laughs> you know and you could hear the kid you know it was a baby but yeah it was just like come on yeah come on now all right uh, anyway uh we also saw christine palmer in a much cooler version of christine palmer I mean, nothing against Christine Palmer from the first movie, but she's like, she's a scientist working with the Illuminati. That's that's freaking cool. And and she was tagging along and it just was kind of nice to see like, OK, well, there's something with that. But it also concludes that storyline of Dr. Strange is ready to move on. And he's like, OK, I love you, but it would it would have never really worked. And it's complicated and everything. And loved you. And, and every so they have they have that moment. Every yeah. universe. That, I love that line. That's amazing. Yeah. line. Amazing line. But at the same time, it's not like this. It's not like this. Like, I'm going to keep it going. No, like he kind of moves on Mm -hmm. by the end because he's like, all right. Yeah. And and we know that, you know, he ends up with Clea in the comics. So like when Clea, Charlize Theron as Clea, not credited, but it's obviously her. No, she's credited. (laughs) She's credited. Oh, credit as Clea. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, she just doesn't say her name like when she pops up. No, like, no, people are yeah. like, like who is her immediately? Yeah, <laughs> I was Jeremy like, and I were like, Clea. <laughs> yeah, right yeah. away. Yeah, we we knew that, but I was like, what? The, um, I held my hands up in the air. Um, yeah, but it's I mean that that's that's obviously going to be a thing. That's that's the thing I loved though about this movie was the growth of Doctor Strange, because it was him realizing the person that he needed to be and letting things go. And fixing mm-hmm. his broken watch so that it, it, yeah. there's a new lens on it. it like there's clarity yeah. in his life. Yeah. He's in a different place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, going back to back to the Illuminati, I mean, one of the, you know, big revelations, obviously, is that their Doctor Strange um, had caused an incursion, um, which is a kind of Hickman-esque plot point um uh from you know secret wars and, and avengers uh which i was really surprised by to be honest that they're working with incursions already i was like man i thought that would be like a phase six thing or something like way later um but you know he learns that their their doctor strange had gone around uh 
dream walking, basically possessing bodies in other multiverses to try and like find a solution to defeat their Thanos. Uh, and during that process had caused an incursion that basically wiped out another universe and like killed like a trillion people. Um, and so, you know, he, now he sort of has this knowledge, right? This very heavy knowledge that there are other versions of himself that have made these incredibly like grave errors that have literally cost, you know, hundreds of billions of lives. Uh, and that means he needs to, you know, be really careful, <laughs> right? About what he does mm -hmm. and, and how he, how he uses his power and how he hands over the knife, right? Uh, Christine Palmer uh, early in the movie uh, says that, you know, uh, Dr. Strange, all, he, Stephen always wanted to hold the knife uh, and that she could re always respect him for it, but she could never love him for it. Um, and, you know, really at the end of the movie, when he tells uh, America Chavez that, you know, you know, she basically is ready to give up her powers so that he can control them and do what he needs to do. He hands her the knife. You know, he, he tells her that she can do it uh, and, you know, basically hands over the reins to, to let her take charge instead. So, um, yeah, I agree. I, I think there was some really great growth for Doctor Strange in this movie. And uh, it, I'm really excited for uh, Doctor Strange uh, in the dark dimension, uh, which I <laughs> already claim right now <laughs> on a recording on this date, May 8th, 2022. It'll be released later. But, you know, uh, I'm I'm claiming that that will be the title of the next Doctor Strange movie. Uh, you heard it. Here okay. First, so. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I just I also want to give props to it was really cool to see Benedict Cumberbatch play three different versions of Doctor Strange in addition to the MCU version that we've seen. Like you have Defender Strange, this other person that, you know, and then you have like the, the, the Darkhold corrupted evil Doctor Strange. And then you have um, the, uh, the the Illuminati version you know yeah. who's, who's like uh, goatee-less and and he's kind of like just, uh, you know like they, it's after the defeat of thanos and you see that so like he plays all these different versions of him and they're each kind of like a little different and you see little blips and stuff and then of course like the defender one comes back as like the zombie controlled one and yeah that's that's very sam raimi and, and just like ah. the, the movie <laughs> went full sam raimi at that point we oh, we have wow. we have a film in the mcu where dr strange dream walks into an alternate dead version of himself raising it from the dead to then gather demon to then gather souls of the damned to then control and use as a cape to fight the scarlet witch which those damn souls eat her magic when she tries to attack them he has a soul cape like <laughs> that that is ridiculous and i love the fact that we have that now it's uh it's like it's peak raimi <laughs> Wait, wait for that uh, figure to come out. Yeah, <laughs> See, uh, that that's gonna be wait a for that one. pop figure. <laughs> and I, I also want to shout out to Danny Elfman for the music. Oh yeah, that he does in this film because that fight scene where they are fighting with music is one of the coolest fight sequences I feel like I've seen in a long time because of how unique it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I don't think we've had just a magic on magic fight. I mean, since the first Doctor Strange. And even then, like Dormammu didn't really do much. And I mean, maybe it was like, uh, um, who was the other villain? I'm blanking, sorry. The 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 guy that Mads Mike. Oh, uh, Cassilius. Cassilius. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that, that was that was magic on magic. <laughs> it 
yeah. I mean, it, that's, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so that, that was really fun just to see like full power um, Wanda versus kind of like a dead Dr. Strange. <laughs> like this, yeah. I, I did not expect that to be like the final fight, but I was like, okay, that's, I was here for it. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. What did we, what did we not like? I mean, it was, I mean, <laughs> Not to not to downplay, yeah. but I mean, I think one of the things that's important to say is it's, it's it wasn't it wasn't a perfect movie. There was there was some there was some messiness the, there, but yeah, I think the the pacing wasn't the greatest because I think the opening 20, 25 minutes are just like pedals of metal, full like they, it just goes for it, and I love it. And then it slows down quite a bit in the middle, and then mm. it takes off and goes a hundred miles an hour the rest of the movie. So if I had a few critiques like that would be one of them is just pacing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was a little off put by uh, Dr. Strange's fluctuations of power. Um, mm. I, yeah, like at certain points it felt like he was, you know, the uh, very commanding magic user and, you know, uh, focal Avenger uh, that he is. Uh, and at other times, it just didn't feel like he commanded that same amount of weight from like a, an arcane perspective. So like, it's a little bit like kind of nitpicky, but just kind of like from scene to scene, sometimes I felt like the power scale wasn't really aligned or synced up Um, because sometimes it seemed like he could like hold his own against Wanda. And then other times it was like, Wanda was like, eh. And then he was just like, Oh, and like, just like fall over. (laughs) Um, So, so I don't know that that was like a little like kind of nitpicky thing, but. Like, um, like, like his, his power powers that he showed in infinity war against Thanos were insane. Like all, all like the mm-hmm. 27 different versions of him and all the, you know, yeah. I mean, he fought Thanos with like three power stones or something, three infinity gems at that point, yeah. I think. So like, yeah, yeah it was <laughs> Dr. Strange. I mean, and I'm not just saying this cause I'm biased, but yeah, maybe cause I'm biased. Like he's a, freaking strong Avenger. Like he is incredibly powerful. So, and I understand that Wanda had the dark hold and she's also like insanely powerful as well, but I just wish it was a little bit more consistent, like a little bit more of Wanda being like, yeah, I have to deal with strange. Cause he's like really the only one who can like kind of meet me where I'm at. But instead it was yeah. just sort of like an annoyance most of the it, time. Yeah. It, they, they, they could have said like, well, he doesn't have the time stone, so he's not as powerful as he was or, yeah, yeah. or since, since the spell from no way home, it's, he's a little bit reserved. Like he has some sort of almost yeah, PTSD. About, yeah. like, like, like I want to hold back. I don't want to, I don't want to go full strange. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, or, or something like that. I mean, if they were just like, I, I can't, you know, like, and th- I think that would have been just something just easily thrown in there from a character standpoint. Um, but but it would have ju- it would have justified that yeah I mean I, I see the same thing because it's like how how do you justify like the the power level you know balance of what we've seen before I also wasn't like I love the Bruce Campbell cameos I I think all three of them from the Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi Spider Man trilogy are great I thought this one was pretty weak though it it just was like this just seems out of context yeah. kind of a thing it was it was like thrown in there rather than the other ones. Like the other ones served as really great moments in all the other movies. And this one was just yeah. like kind of there, but I love, yeah. uh, but I love Bruce Campbell. So I'll take whatever I can get from him. <laughs> it was definitely kind of like a little nod to the fans of, of him and Sam Raimi. Um, 
I, I, I thought, I mean, in a similar vein, I thought there was moments that could have been trimmed or cut, like, like the stuff with, um, the, Nicodemus West, I was like, okay, well, he didn't really add anything. And he's just kind of rubbing it in, you know, like, it's like, okay. I uh, I liked it, actually. I, I thought it was, I thought it was good because like, it was an Easter egg almost right off the bat, right? Like, uh, like Lance said, like, yeah, it's sort of pedal to the middle action from the start. But then like you get to the church and, you know, you're like, oh, like you get to do the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where you like sit forward with your glass of, of scotch and you're like, I know who that is. Um, sure. you know, if you if you watch the first Doctor Strange movie. So I don't know. I just felt like it was sort of like a yeah Easter egg. Doesn't make sense. He's, early he's early there. Easter egg placement just to be like, oh, hey, like I know who that is. And then, you know, they drop a little humor. They drop a little, you know, yeah. um, there's some somberness. Right. Because he, he says that he lost his brother. Well, he lost his two cats. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's sort of the laugh yeah. line. And then and sure. his brother and they're like, oh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it, it's OK. It just was not my favorite. But um, yeah, I, the other thing that kind of was like, I thought I, I don't know how to phrase this, but like I, when when uh, dead zombie strange was brought back to life and he was giving a pep talk to America, yeah. you know, and, and it's like, is it a up of his mouth? And he was just like, you gotta be strong. And yeah. it was just, it was just like the, <laughs> it wasn't the Sam Raimi-ness. And it was like, okay, okay. I I'm, loved I'm, it. I'm, I was I'm, all for I'm it. I'm trying to. That was, that was, that was army of darkness at its greatest. <laughs> and I was, I, I wanted that and I got it and I was so happy. It took, it just took all the weight out of it. I'm with Chris on this. Like you can hear the dubbing, you know, it's like, like in my, my head, I was like, wait, he can't make those sounds that he's saying because he doesn't have lips that go all the way around. Yeah. (laughs) Just the teeth that are, uh, I was like, "Uh, okay. You know I mean? You've had the power all along, you know, like all that. You've had the power all along. Yeah, exactly. You can't say that without, without closing your mouth. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It it was very, it was very, uh, Davy Jones from the uh, uh pirates of the caribbean kind of moment like <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah it was, it was i was just like don't try to do something dramatic with with that you but know, that's that the guy. thing is they they chose to do do the dramatic thing with the campiness of raimi like that's him like that's yeah. just yeah. raimi as a director yeah 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 but yeah that was all good i mean but that's it i mean that, that's 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 the main problems i had uh i mean I, I could argue about the, you know, when we're talking about like power levels and stuff like that of Carmitage is like that. It seems like oh yeah, they would have held held up a little bit. <laughs> I like, would say yeah, that that was another kind of nitpick for me going back to the power power scaling thing. I'm like, this is the home of the ancient one. Like there are people who have been studying magic for a really long freaking time here. Like I, they got to be able, they got to be better than like a handful of like twenty to thirty somethings that like. <laughs> just get like knocked over but yeah yeah like that's it like they, they have a shield and the shield gets destroyed and then all of a sudden everyone dies everyone dies <laughs> like you just bam 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 and the full might of commerce um, stands against you and she's like i nah. i get one is powerful but but i i feel like she should have brought in some you know backup zombies or, or something like that 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 caused the, the problems yeah yeah but i, I don't know Anyway, uh, it was aside from little nitpicks and things like that. Um, I think it it's it's really fun. It's definitely a fun Doctor Strange movie. Uh, as far as because this is a comic podcast, I mean, I think it's like Jeremy said, a really successful translation of the the, the Doctor Strange comics into a film media, and 
Cumberbatch is great. Uh, probably the, his best performance in the role. Um, it was really fun to see some of these other characters in the mystical arts kind of come to fruition. Wong coming back, uh, you know, Mordo coming back. It was fun to see that, that dynamic and fight and everything like that. Um, yeah, just, it was, it was a good time. The, I think the cameos were really fun because it wasn't just an end, end credit sequence. It was like this whole mid mid movie sequence and they fought and it was like, okay, we don't have to wait to see that. But it was also this big question mark of like, what happens now? They're all dead. <laughs> like, um, it, it, so that, that, that kind of brought the cameo thing that Marvel normally does to a whole nother, kind of a different question mark level because it's you introduces these characters some of which we've never seen a version of before in the mcu and and uh and then they're some of them are dead now and it's like okay well what does that mean and yeah it's just it's exciting from a it was very comic book moment i felt like that was one of those like like the end of infinity or the end of the end game and that sort of ranks as like, oh, this is like a really comic booky moment. Like all these people coming together, having a council meeting in this weird, you know, neo <laughs> uh, d- architectural designed like building. It's like, oh, this is like this is like peak comic book right here. <laughs> yeah, it was very it was very fun. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only thing left from this movie I want to bring up is with the fact that Krasinski showed up. I th- and John Watts stepping down oh, yeah. from the uh, next fant- from the Fantastic Four film. I think we're gonna get it confirmed very soon that Krasinski is directing Fantastic Four, but I don't necessarily think he'll be playing Reed Richards. I I hope he is, but I could also see him just directing it and somebody else playing Reed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but that was still so cool. It was so much fun to see him, and then so also fun. Jeremy, you brought up the incursions and for sure within the next few years, we're, we're going to be building up to a secret wars film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have, isn't the, we have the TV show coming, right? They already announced that. What show? Secret wars. No, wasn't there an announcement? There's there's armor wars, armor wars, but I thought that secret wars was on the MCU. Secret invasion. Oh, secret invasion. Sorry. That's what I got confused with. Never mind. Yeah, secret invasions. There's lots of secrets going on right now. Uh, Like the secret defenders we were talking about. Yeah. Exactly. Well, don't talk about them. They're a secret. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot. Sorry. That's a a throwback. I never heard about this. (laughs) You'll have to. It's like in the comics. Like, you'll have to go back to the CBK (laughs) number, you know, whatever episode that was. CBK 10 to see what we're talking about. Uh, All right. Anything else? I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Uh, well, there was a lot of stuff. Yeah, obviously. there's so many things in this film, but I, I think that that's a pretty good consensus of what we thought of the film. Some things that weren't the greatest, but overall, I love the film. It's very high in my ranking of MCU films, and I've already seen it twice, and I want to go see it again, but this time in Dolby. I'll come with you. Yes, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Me too. Number oh, three. We should post our, our like phase four ranking of stuff. Since Moon Knight concluded and, and sure. Doctor Strange I have came to, out, I have like, to watch the last two episodes of Moon Knight. Still, I haven't caught up yet. But good stuff. All right, so it's time to close the book on our Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness spoiler review. So until next time, this is Chris and Lance and Jeremy, reminding you to keep your friends close, but your comic books closer.